Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Runners World podcast with me, Rick Pearson. With me, Ben Hobson. And me, Jane Maguire. Today, we're answering the running questions everyone's been asking Google. Oh, how high tech. Look at us talking to the internet, talking to the internet. <laughs> I feel like this is like the wired, or it is the wired autocomplete, but we're not famous and we're talking about running. So I don't know if that makes it better or it's worse. It's just amazing. It's, it's, worth, it's worth tuning into this because some of the questions on here are quite surprising as well, which obviously we'll get to, but... It's not all kind of is running bad for my knees. It's uh, I don't do I won't spoil it, but there's some good ones I think. Yeah, don't spoil it, Rick. No, I mean we. I think we should say you know we've 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 taken this we've taken this very seriously, and uh, this isn't just any old <laughs> this isn't just any old Google list. This was done incognito, so this isn't this isn't informed by my browser history or the the running things that I've been looking at. This is this is the general world of google have have, have these, what these everyone wants to this know. is these are the things that everyone needs to know yeah so it's, we're going to do top 10 aren't we top 10 things well we, yeah we've we got top 10 plus but a, a bonus too because when i was looking into it they were like we came up with there's not just it's, it's one of those never-ending ones so i was just like people need to know that that's why are people asking <laughs> is running bad for me no. we've got it down to a dozen <laughs> we've got it down to a dozen all right shall we go on to our um our topic then so the it's actually going to be the 12 most Googled questions about running. Ben, you can kick us off. All right. So after some intense <laughs> internet session. Have you done Amazing. a bit of Googling? Googling. I just sat on Google and went incognito. I want to clarify this so that everyone knows that this was done. Just the purest of all Googling and typed is running. And we got... Uh, the list that you're about to hear and number one is is running good for weight loss which you know and I, i'm actually a little bit sad that that's number one i guess it's quite yeah me too i guess it's you know I, I i would have liked number one to be is running the most fantastic thing i could do ever do you know what i mean like i just feel like having weight loss as the number one is a bit like oh but running is great for weight loss so if that is your main goal in taking up running and there's nothing wrong with that if there if that is what you want running to do um it's a good choice it's uh it burns more calories than most other types of exercise because it requires pretty much all of your muscles to work together at the same time um especially if it's new to you then you'll probably discover that quite quickly as everything's a little bit sore um the and the, the difference in calories burned by running versus other exercises is actually supported by lots of research Ooh, and not just science. me. Oh, some science, yes, of course. Um, 
A study, uh, so there was one study with 12 men and 12 women compared how many calories running one mile or 1,600 meters burned than walking the same distance on both the treadmill and the track. And the results showed that on average, running one mile on the treadmill burns 33 more calories than walking and running one mile on the track burns 35 more calories than walking. So there you go, everyone. Um, and that's it. I mean, and I think if that's, if it is a weight loss journey, do a mile and then you go, you've just, and you've just torched 35 <laughs> more calories than you were expecting to. So yeah, running is good for weight loss, Nice, but nice. that, if it's your, if it's, if it's your, if it's your gateway reason into running mm. excellent, but don't make it your reason for staying. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Jane. Um, I've got number two. Is running good for you? Mm. No, 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 it's good for you. <laughs> no, it's not. Close laptop. Um, running is really good for you in lots of different ways. And if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you'll have probably kind of got some insight into this because we're always banging on about it. Um, not just physical benefits like weight loss and getting stronger and all of that. Mental ones too. And I've got a study because why not? Um, from the American, oh, what happened to my voice? What happened to my voice? From the American Academy of Neurology, and they looked at 206 adults before and after a six-month exercise program. By the end of the program, the participants saw blood flow to the brain had increased by 2.3% on average, which is what the researchers believe led to the 5.7% improvement on executive function tests and 2.4% improvement on verbal fluency. Um, so yeah, the, the study kind of showed that six months worth of vigorous exercise may pump blood to regions of the brain that improves your verbal skills as well as your memory and mental sharpness. So yeah, running is, running is good for you. It's good for your brain. It's good for your mental health. Um... It's just good. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty positive so far for running, isn't it? Well, well done, running. I do like that. Is running good for you? Like, if and and do you think people? I mean, this is obvious that they are, but people are googling that and seeing that response and going, ah. Oh. If I had said no, I wouldn't bother. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, mate. I think there's a lot of suspicion in these top, in these top questions. There's a lot of is running good for you. The, the one that I'm about to, to talk about, there's a, uh, running still obviously viewed with this kind of oh, is it actually something that's potentially bad for your yeah. body? And I think that's a message that yeah. we really need to try and counteract as much as possible. Like running is one of the greatest things you can do for your brain and body imaginable. Hmm, for sure. It's, uh, yeah, as you say, a little alarming, maybe. Yeah, it is a bit. Um, oh, number three, is running bad for your knees? That's a, that's a classic, oh, isn't it? That's a classic, classic of the genre. <laughs> um, actually, uh, running is good for your knees. Um, according to a study from Brigham uh, Young University, running appears to reduce inflammation in the knee joint, not increase it, as commonly believed. So, um, as the authors say, running may actually protect knees down the road and safeguard against degenerative diseases like osteoarthritis. So, um yeah, I mean that's that's a classic kind of debunking of of the the myth, the common myth that running's bad for your yeah. knees. What I would say is that I think certain kinds of running are probably putting more stress on the knees than others. So, if you're a really heavy heel striker, maybe landing with your heel quite a long way in front of your body, that's going to put more force through the knees that could potentially result in injury down the road. As opposed to if you were landing, say, midfoot, and with your foot importantly under your um, your centre of mass under your body, then mm. I think. Actually, your muscles, your calves, they're going to take a bit more of the force. That can obviously lead to other 
injury issues. I'm not suggesting everyone just sort of cast off their shoes and run injury free. Head to the Copper Canyons, everybody. Um, so <laughs> the thing with this is, um, running has got this sort of it's a sort of built in uh, negativity, and it's it, and then as we talked about, and then the, the the knees thing is like the absolute tip of the iceberg when it comes to people saying oh i don't want to do mm. that because it's like you know the, the knees yeah. and the thing is yeah. it's like yeah. it's if you run badly and when i say badly i mean inefficiently or um biomechanically there's something that you need to have looked at before you kind of take running on to the next level then obviously running badly will be bad for your knees but mm. run, playing tennis badly is also bad for your knees Mm. Yeah, cycling with your seat too low. Bad for your knees. I've had yeah. more knee pain from cycling than running. So you see, just chucking out there, Ben. Yeah. Anti-cycling. Yeah, good. <laughs> I like that. But this is this is this is what I mean. So it's kind of like the knees and the running have been tied together. As like, if you've ever had a bad knee, if you've ever had bad knees, it's probably because you once went running and that's your own fault. Whereas it's actually more to do with, you know, biomechanics and and things like that. So, yes, of course. Um, if you just launched into running and you just absolutely hammered it as hard as you could and you hadn't run for ages, then you'd probably do yourself some damage. And mm. to be fair, your knees are probably the main bit of the body which take the load the most initially without, you know, if you don't build up. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's being unsensible and uh, and those sorts of things. But running itself, the mechanism of running, that's not bad for your knees. Yeah, I think that's a really important point, Ben. Yeah, like... It, it can be bad for you. Same way that lifting weights could be, yeah. you know, could injure your shoulder if you weren't doing it properly. But that doesn't mean that the, the, the art form itself is inherently the problem. It's it's the way in which it's practiced. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, the next one's amazing. No, this is brilliant. <laughs> this is really, really... Um, this takes me back to school and I kind of... I don't, I'm, I'm, don't, don't want to be I, there. Me and Jane talked about this this morning when we were having a meeting and... Um, it's actually a, it's one of those ones that's it's mildly alarming because it, it came up and is it, number four is is running a verb, and I read it and went oh I actually don't know I don't know <laughs> I Google differently to people I, it's just not something that I would Google I wouldn't Google it it wouldn't ever be a Google <laughs> thing for me but I was just I, I'm the old you know English language as journalists but it's it's one of those things that I was just a bit like oh I, I, do I do I know that off the top of my head? But anyway, yeah, yeah. it is one of the top questions. Um, and the word run can indeed be used as a verb. So there we go. As in, I like to run to the shops. Um, and it can also be used as a noun. Um, like I love that run. And as an adjective, which is running water. So um, <laughs> the, <laughs> there's your English lesson. Um, number five is running, which is quite quite relevant for maybe like a month, or two, two, three weeks yeah. ago, is running in the cold bad for you? No, it's not. Um, we have an interesting article on the site. I'm not a scientist or a doctor to really chuck that out there. But sometimes when you breathe in cold air, it can make your lungs hurt a bit, but you're not doing any damage to them. And I can't remember why it is. I think it's just because the air is cold and your body's hot. Is it that could right? Be, yeah, that's sort of plausible. Isn't it? We'll, um, we'll include the link in the bio. The, the podcast yeah, description. read up if you care. But running in the cold isn't bad for you, I guess. Running in the cold, you might need to adjust your kit. You might need to wear a grippier shoe because you might fall over and hurt yourself. But in in non COVID times, you could say do some runs on the treadmill if you're worried about slipping over. But I don't think you need to worry about 
being cold unless you're wearing oh have you seen this is a completely tangent there's now you know like um people go swimming in no clothes to kind of boost some endorphins yeah, or something there's now swimming. this thing rick called loves, rick loves that <laughs> bare chest running well it's mainly men i've only seen men doing it <laughs> where you don't wear you don't wear a top you just wear shorts when i was run, like when it was really snowy a few weeks ago there were a couple of guys in bassey park just wearing no clothes and apparently um what's his name James, not James Cracknell. What's the other one called? Haskell. No, the one who. I went with James as the Bear leader. <laughs> no, the one who did like a Wim Hof. he did a run, a run recently where he didn't eat or drink or something. I think it was Cracknell. What's his name? I think it was Cracknell. I think it, one of them does it. Like we'll have to research who that I is. There's, there's yeah, there's a, certain, there's a certain bloke out there, isn't there, who's just longing for some science to back up or to justify being, being his, shirtless. His, his shirtless running. Do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, no, I'm off. only doing it because of the science. You know, no, it's bare-chested running, guys. It's actually incredibly Sorry, it's called, good for yeah, your immune bare, system. Bare-skin running. Bare-skin sure. running. And apparently it's... Um, Something to do is like a new thing. Yeah. So don't be alarmed if you spot no, some bare-chested runners out there. Absolutely be alarmed. <laughs> if you see a man in the freezing cold running around Battersea without a T-shirt on, be alarmed. Maybe it's just a... But I, I've seen it because I've seen it trending and I was like, what is that? Um, but I've not done enough research into it. I will. And if maybe if you are if you are that man I keep seeing running without a top on, get in, get in touch. Let me know why you're doing it. I want to hear more. Um, it's, like a date, it's like a date, Jane, or something. <laughs> no, I don't want to go on a date with you. I don't want to... Yeah. Get in touch. All right. This is not a dating podcast. Um, um, but anyway, is running bad for the, is running in the cold bad for you? No, it's not. Just be careful. If no, it's, it's not. I see. On the contrary, probably one of the greatest exercises you can do in the cold because you want really quickly. Yeah, you know. exactly. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah, um, much ooh, better. Answer. Number six uh, is running every day bad. Another one of suspicious about running, isn't it? A lot of suspicion yeah. in these in these questions. Um, quite a good question that one. 
I think lots of elite athletes and, and serious amateurs do run every day, and some of them will even run double days, you know, running in the morning and then once in the evening as well. Um, I think most of us would do well to have at least one day off a week, if not more, just to, just to let, you know, let your body repair, rebuild. And also, I think there's a kind of monotony potentially in, in running every day or, th- or feeling like you have to run every day. So I think most people listening to this would definitely benefit from one day off. Um, and if you're going to run every day, if you are kind of hell-bent on that idea, I think it's really important that lots of those runs are really easy easy yeah. pace runs you know that kind of 80 20 rule of like 80 percent of your of your mileage or your running should be aerobic and easy and 20 percent should be that kind of high intensity stuff i think that's more mm. and more important the more running you're doing so if if you are running every day then yeah make sure you're not running hard every day because i think that would be a route to to injury and uh, burnout i think this search is rooted in the run streak so mm. i think yeah. i think this has come off the back of the phenom that is the run streak and people running every single day it, and and you know adhering probably quite nicely to that 80 20 rule because it's normally just you know at the most it has to be a mile so the people are you know people are running a mile and probably quite slowly and that is uh contributing to their run streak when they might do other stuff but anyway i think that that's probably that that sort of has entered the, the main conscious probably more as a thing like, oh i've been on you know 700 days run streak look at me go and people have probably been like that sounds insane is running every Ball day off. bad <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Off your run streak yeah <laughs> and no, i don't it. mean that i mean do do what you want run as well. do what you want um, <laughs> yeah i think that um i think that's really true ben i think there's that there can be a kind of yeah obsession with running every day or this kind of idea that it's a sign of uh Machismo or, or oh, great no, that's kind of magic definitely, powers. I mean, that's the run streak in itself. It's like I shirtless think, but, run streaking. I bet, oh that's, I bet that goes on. Shirtless I bet there's loads of Someone's out there. Oh, anyway, Someone is showing that. If you are shirtless run streaking, get in touch. Is, <laughs> I mean, but it's running every day bad. I mean, it's quite. A, that is probably a good one because it does. It, if you go by perception of what is put out there by athletes and um, people on very active people on social media, then you know there is definitely that if you're not seen doing it every day then you know you're not at the top of your game even if you're not involved in the game so you know it's, it has to be that thing of like is running every single day it's probably quite a good as i can see where that search has come from because i think people yeah. new to running would be like god people are running a lot mm. Mm. and especially in lockdown i guess because i feel like if we think back to like April last year, I'd get really stressed out on my rest days because I'd be like, what do I do? Like, what am I, I'm going to be in the house all day. So I'd be like, oh, could I just go for another, could I do a run today? Or, you know, like I, it's taken me, I don't know, 10 years of running to realise that going for a walk is okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do a run and burn loads of calories and get loads of mileage at the end of the week. You can just go for a walk Whoa. and Whoa. recover. Look at me, I'm a new person in 2021. you've almost leapfrogged into, in, you know, spoiler alert, question, um, Google, Google result number 10, oh. but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Right. Do stay tuned. <laughs> Hit us up, Ben, with uh, number seven. Uh, no, this is this again. I mean, maybe with, with the paranoia around, is running bad for you? So we had, is running good for you? Is running bad for you? Well, no. <laughs> the end. Um, it's not. Uh, and we can get into the 
I can see why again why where it comes from because it's hard and it hurts a bit when you first start and all these sorts of things so is running being bad for you yeah no it just has it just possibly feels a bit like to get to the beyond the feeling of god this is hard work to I am really enjoying this that phase is actually probably the bit that makes people think why would you bother if you see what I mean there's always there's no it's not just it's not there's no there's not there's not immediate gratification with running in if you, if you see what I mean but anyway is running bad for you no it's one of the best things you can do for your brain and your body um someone once remarked that if you put if you put all the benefits of running into a pill you could make a billion dollars such are the many significant benefits of going for a run We'll have to bear that in um, mind, won't we? Has anyone got any good yeah, pill manufacturing potentials? <laughs> it's worth noting you know, that uh, very intense exercise can weaken the immune system, which is obviously a hot topic at the minute. So I think this was this is sort of you see it with elites. I mean, this is obviously not for the everyday, but when they're training super, super hard, it, all it takes is like a little cold or something, or, you know, and, uh, and they, you know, their race schedule is completely, you know, recovery and all that sort of stuff because their race schedule sort of is dismantled quite quickly if they get an illness or something because they're sort of there they train up into the point where they're at their most athletic but also they're probably at their most weakened from an immune point of view because that's how that's how sort of elite high intensity stuff happens but for everyone else no Running is running is is not bad for you from that point of view. If you went out every single day and started smashing out tempo runs because you thought that was the way to do it, then maybe you might wear yourself down. I think fatigue is probably the only way that you would say that running is bad for you if you overtrain because you get super into it. Um, but no, I, I mean, what do you guys think? I've never run a marathon and not got a cold. Yeah. So is there something in that? Well, I think, I think, I think in... there is something in that. that like, um, there's some science around your immune system is temporarily weakened after like a, a huge effort like a like a marathon uh, like for like 24 or 48 hours um uh, but i'm also the kind of person that's allergic to most lip balms so i mean who am i to, <laughs> to offer any medical advice is lip balm um, bad for you jane have you googled that is lip balm bad for you yes some of this comes with again this suspicion around running but uh he often gets trotted out about this guy, Jim Fix, who's sort of the godfather of, of jogging and the fact right. that he died relatively young from a heart attack. Oh, yeah. So it's right. like, yeah. and and that gets lumped in with stuff like, well, actually the first person ever run a marathon in ancient Greece, he died at the end. So there's all this sort of, there's a, quite a lot of scaremongering <laughs> around running. Even the kind of origin story of it is this kind of, it's this activity that you do that pushes your body to the very limit and then actually you push yourself so hard that you actually died at the end of it and Jim Fix has died and all the rest of it. So... It adds a little bit of weight to this idea that the activity that we all love is there's a, there's a danger aspect to it. But actually, you know, the the vast vast majority of running is is a complete opposite. It's it's really really good for you. In fact, runners people who run regularly live longer. There's lots of studies to suggest that. So it has the opposite effect that people are worried it's going to have. It actually is likely to elongate your life rather than uh, cut it short. Mm. Yeah, there we go. So no, running is not. Don't bad worry, for you. it's good for you. It's good for yeah. you. This is the Runner's World Podcast. 
This special audio nugget of the Runners World podcast is sponsored by On, and we're delighted to be joined by their head of footwear, Ilmarin Heights, to tell us a little bit more about the trainers with hollow pods underneath and how they are changing the sensation of running. Ilmarin, welcome to the Runners World podcast. More recently, On have been seen on the feet of the first lady, Dr. Jill Biden, and of course, Roger Federer. But first and foremost, you're a running brand, so could you give us a quick summary on how On came about? On has come a long way. It's, it's coming from a from a host pipe um, to a high tech running shoe. In the very early days, so the the invention was based on a host pipe. So basically, host pipe pieces, which were the first cloud or hollow elements we used to provide that horizontal cushioning. And this was the concept, and we played a lot around with uh, with host pipes to figure out what this actually worked. This was just the first stepping stone before we went into uh, actual engineering of of cloud tech and further evolution of the of the technology. So, could you tell us, Ilmen, what is cloud tech exactly, and how has it evolved since the the concept was first prototyped ten years ago? I think cloud tech is is pretty much the only cushioning system out there that dampens not just vertically but also horizontally. It's a structural cushioning system which consists out of an outsole of a very special outsole which has single pots um, which can move individually and this combined with a very special speedboard which is incorporated into into the into the midsole um, provides that unique um, sensation we we call it uh, run on clouds and this is this is pretty much what, what is cloud tech all about yeah how does some um, cloud tech change across the various models because there's lots of different on running shoes now every shoe has of course a different purpose and and does every shoe has its own mix of geometry and materialization. If you look, for instance, at our performance range, um, um, we can, for instance, uh, take the, the Cloud Stratus, um, which you can buy. Um, there, we actually we, we, we took a lot of time to emphasize the, the cushioning system, the horizontal cushioning, which you need when you run when you run fast. So you can see there we have actually as uh, like a, a double layer of, of clouds. Uh, we, we actually call it hierarchical cushioning. So it almost kind of dampens twice and, and thus you have much more comfort and, and, and ride in, in a cloud stratus, for instance. Um, when, when you look at our outdoor range, um, we wrap our cloud tech um, with rubber. So um, it's more durable um, and has more traction for outdoor and for wet on the grounds. And if you look um, at some of our um, all-day products, um, uh, one we, we just recently launched, the Cloud Nova, we emphasized more the comfort in, in the product. So there you can see, again, a different interpretation of, of cloud tech, where we uh, sometimes combine single elements. Then it kind of um, gives you an even more comfortable feel when you walk. Um, and, and that's kind of how we play with the, with the technology. How are you innovating CloudTech as performance footwear continues to go through a period of very rapid innovation? On grew up with uh, with plenty uh, of competition, so innovation is is in our blood. In order to survive, we have to innovate. For on innovation happens every day, um, and um, I think we are extremely quick. Um, most of our innov- in- inventions um, have been created uh, overnight, basically less than in a year. Um, and, and our recipe is basically to prototype very quick. Um, what we what we make there is basically we create monsters to 
to understand um, if a system, if a new idea works. It's basically handmade um, prototypes to figure that out very quickly. And what we also do, we partner smart. So we partner with uh, with super HI companies who can help us uh, make these these monsters um, happen in uh, and, and commercialize it. Um, and then our third most important thing is to bring it out to the athletes as fast as we can do that. And that's basically what we do all the time. So where else might we see the big innovations for on over the coming years? We are going to definitely to emphasize the evolution um, of our tech in the future to be even better. Um, and the other thing um, is that ON wants to become a leader um, in sustainability. We introduced Cyclone just recently, and it's the first fully circular running shoe, which you never own, actually. So it means that it comes together with a subscription model. As a package, um, this makes perfectly sense because we actually are responsible to take the material back from the consumer and use it again in a new product. So I think that's the first shoe ever, um, which is made out of plant-based material. It's a, it's an amazing story um, because it's 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 literally the first circular product out there. Ilmarin, thanks so much for coming on the uh, the Runners World podcast. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. This is the Runners World podcast. Number eight, which is again very quite off piste, is is running nose. <laughs> I think there should be an A in there, but who am I to? <laughs> is running nose sign of Corona? The uh, times we live in. I mean, it's a tricky one to answer because I wouldn't, I'm not a doctor, but we've had a look on the internet and the NHS site and a runny nose doesn't seem to be like one of the top seven, I think there's a few symptoms that you can, that make, that they say, oh, go and get a test and a runny nose isn't one of them. So probably not. You do get my nose, I get a runny nose when I run. I think that's really common, isn't it? That's something to do with your sinuses and stuff isn't it yes Um, exactly so you could be running and get a runny nose or you could actually not care about running and just be googling about your runny nose and now we're talking about it so (laughs) i wouldn't worry too much about your runny nose great and there's also an article on the website runnersworld.com slash uk about why your nose runs so much when you run It's that kind of added content that I think that sets us apart. I think that really uh, is. I think we should move on. There's, there's very, there's, there's not much more to say about that. Um, number nine, interesting one again. Is running cardio? Um, running as the godfather of cardio. Nothing is more cardio <laughs> than running. It is, I love it's, that. it's so cardio. It couldn't be more cardio if it tries. Um, uh, the word cardio refers to cardiovascular exercise, of course, which in simple terms is it's exercise that works your heart and lungs, and nothing does that well. Very little does that as well as running. So, yeah, one of the greatest cardiovascular exercises on the planet. Next. They should just delete that one now off of yeah. Google yeah. and just put your rec- yeah. put this podcast there instead. <laughs> and that is just you saying, get over it. It's get the over godfather, it. Co- it's the godfather it of cardio. Of course it is. Of course it is. Crazy people. So, Jane, this is we're now on number 10 and is running better than walking. So this is, you. you, you know, you mentioned that you are now a... Walking a walker, enthusiast, a walker as well I as a runner. It. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been doing a bit of walking. I've had the baby strapped to me, and I get out for his little morning nap and go for a walk. It's been great, but 
is running better than walking is what we need to find out here. And it depends on what you define as better. So that's nice. And yeah, potato, potato. <laughs> that's, that's nice and indifferent from us. Um, various studies have shown that running is better than walking in terms of weight loss. And we talked about that earlier in is running, you know, good for weight loss. The question number one. But regular brisk walking is not to be underestimated as it proves a, ben- a host of benefits similar to easy running. Now, I mean, we're talking about LIS here, which is uh, low intensity, steady state, which is basically another way of saying moving for a, hmm. a, 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 a set amount of time in a sort of steady state of work. And that is, that's why walking is so good because you are, you're just basically, the engine is ticking over. So if you go for like a big old hike somewhere, you're, you're just, you're just, the, the engine is just running real sort of idling along and that's really good for you because you're just, you know, everything's working. You're engaging all the muscles as you walk, but you're not putting any real duress on, on anything. And so, yeah, walking from that point of view is maybe better than running, but running is better because, you know, you go places faster and... It's probably more it's, exhilarating, isn't it? It's running, more exhilarating and, you know, you get to wear short shorts and it's all these <laughs> sorts of things that make running... But no, but there are, you know, I think that running and, and walking, it shouldn't be a one is better than the other. Our mm. advice is is to definitely do both. Yeah, I feel like um, someone, I think it was Lewis, my coach, said once that your heart and your lungs don't know if you're running or walking or cycling or swimming. So if you can't go for a run and you can go for a walk, go for a walk. If you can't do either, get on a bike, Like do what you can at that moment in time. There you go. Definitely. Right, we're into the bonus two. <sighs> bonus time. Yeah. Um, is running bad for your back? Question mark. Um, oh, no, again, no. All of these are no. Exercise and movement is actually good for your back. Um, I think your back is one of those things that you have to keep, unless you've had a serious spinal injury. I think you need to keep it moving, yeah, don't you? Yeah, That's yeah. as far as I'm aware. But people who know much more than me are some researchers in Australia who looked at a group of 79 um male and female adults two thirds of whom were runners and had been for at least five years and the rest of the people in the study rarely did any kind of exercise at all um and kind of i think they looked at the kind of size and the liquidity Mm. is that how you say it liquidity of each of the person's spinal discs which just sounds horrifying (laughs) like how how did they do that and they found that (laughs) yeah hold on just looking at my spinal disc um they found that in general the discs of the runners were larger and contained more fluid indicating more flexibility and less back pain than the people who did no exercise so there you go there's also a really interesting stat, isn't there, that when you finish a marathon, you're smaller because you lose some of that fluid in your spine, ah, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. So you finish the marathon, you do get taller. It does replenish, but yeah. you, don't, when you finish a marathon, you'll be a little bit shorter, which for the, someone like me is not ideal. just done, Jane, by telling everyone that they're going to shrink now. Will, run, will running. running make me smaller? That's actually, that's <laughs> will running make me smaller? Yes, it will. <laughs> but don't but, worry, you'll, you'll, you'll spring back. But don't worry, it will It will all go back to normal and the positive is it is good for your back. Well, and I, think that's, I think everyone's slightly um, taller when they wake up than when they go to sleep as well, for the same oh, reason. I'm, that there's I'm some, a, giant. a little bit of pound 
pounding. I'm actually <laughs> huge in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so I'm eight just, foot two in the morning and then yeah, it's weird. I'm five nine again by yeah. six PM. <laughs> All right, so fi- final one. Again, an interesting one this. Um is running a sport. And I think that is a question that people wonder about because it's such a sort of natural human activity. Same as walking, really. Um, mm. But running is a sport. Of course it is. Um, there are various different expressions of the sport. Sprinting, marathon running, hobbling and crying. I've done them all. Um, <laughs> but of course, yeah, and you don't have to um, run competitively to be called a runner. So it's, um, it's, all, it's all part of the same... It's a lifestyle. Same, so it's, yeah. And, but I think... Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because a lot of people don't think of running. It's that disconnect, isn't it, of like... You know, people look at running around a track and say, well, that's athletics. That's got nothing to do with me doing the park run on Saturday. They're, yeah. they, they're different sports. But actually, yeah, you know, by and large, I think technically running is a sport. But I think it is is interesting, though, because, I mean, you, people identify as runners. Like that can be like if you look, look at Twitter bios and stuff, you know, and, and, and people, that's that's an identifier, isn't it? People say, I'm a runner. Um, so I guess, that you know, there's... Is it shift between if it's a sport, do you identify? I don't know. Anyway, it is a sport. It's what, a lifestyle. What, what conclusions do you think we can... I'm just looking at the 12 and I'm thinking, we've already talked about... So I think there's a suspicion and a kind of myth-busting exercise that needs to go on with running where probably half these questions are around the perceived negative um, effects of running, all of which I think we have shown conclusively through science here. <laughs> yes, and are, if are not wrong. science, rambling. Are, are wrong. Um <laughs> Anything else you think that comes out with these questions? I, I was just thinking about this because we've said it's it's sus- suspicious, but maybe we're being defensive about running. Yeah. So because we do get injured a lot yeah. as a as as a as a runner, you you know, I don't know how many times I've spoken to people, I've moaned to other people about my injuries, and if you're not a runner, you're probably like, why do you keep doing yep. it? Mm. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? We, it does. Ha- you can get injured doing it, doing it, but you can also get injured. Know, falling over a dog toy yeah. i think <laughs> so. that the i think it's kind of it's a it's a sign of the times perhaps in the fact that lockdown has changed that and everyone's sort of seen the real benefit of mm. movement and being outdoors or getting out and having your daily exercise and stuff like that but i still think that there's a sort of those who do and those who don't divide and i think that these kind of speak of that a little bit whereas mm. not it's not just that uh, you know oh it's even just the fact that exercise is viewed as something that could be bad for you if you see what i mean like that's kind of that's really telling isn't it that the education on you know all the way back to when you did PE at school and people being like oh, i don't want to do pep's rubbish it's, i don't want to go and go outside it's cold and how that sort of builds and builds and builds and becomes this thing of like oh everyone now it's lockdown and everyone's going running should i go running is it bad for me to go running it's yeah. kind of like it should surely the default should be like movement is good for you so it's that sort of i don't know there's, there's, that's quite telling that the, the general state of everything is that there's still a sort of like uh those who do exercise and those who don't and not a sort of middle ground of being like everyone understands that it's there are huge benefits but are the benefits of running better for me than cycling? Hmm, that's the Google search I'd like to do. Not, is running yeah. going to kill me? <laughs> you know the one that I'm surprised we didn't see, and we haven't seen any any of this in, in the top 12, there's nothing really about mental health. There's, there's not the question, is running good for um, yeah. managing depression? Is running good for anxiety? I, I, can't, I would yeah. actually expect to see those in, in a top 10. It might be the way that people are wording their their google searches but don't you think i think that's quite surprising so i think that's a real that's an area now that we we talk about running probably almost in terms of that 
first not 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 kind of running's incredible and let, let's all go and run a, a sub free marathon it's like running's great for your for your head and your and your general life yeah definitely all right i think we should uh, i think we should wrap up because i think that we, there's very little we, else we can say about running we've sort of solved it i think over the, the, yeah. the uh, previous 45 minutes um so that brings us to the end of this week's Runners World podcast. Thanks very much to our extra special guests, me, Ben and Jane. It was a pleasure being with you um, <laughs> and our appearance fee is in the post. Um, let us know what you think of the episode. Are there any questions that you think um, you're surprised aren't on there? Uh, podcast at runnersworld.co.uk. Uh, the Runners World podcast is available on Acast, iTunes and all of your favourite podcast apps. Please just search Runners World UK. And once you find us, just subscribe. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. 